this. I'm so smart, aren't I? You are. <laughs> oh, thank God for me. All right, taking this up. Nosy Pod is brought to you by Three Creatives Brooklyn. We are friends, collaborators, and commentators seeking to ask life's biggest questions. I'm Maya. I'm Kiara. And I'm Zaylee. Who is ready to get nosy? Me. Okay. Me. I know. I I tried a different rhythm. I thought it would be fun. Hi, Nosy and Nosy listeners. Hey, Nosies. Happy New Year. Hey. Happy New Year's, Nosy. I do not have a New Year's resolution this year. I'm trying to um, eliminate as much stress as I can. So I've decided not to really make any resolutions. I'm not big on New Year's resolutions. Instead of picking a resolution every year, my mom has us pick a color and a word. It's funny because in the past for New Year's, I usually don't have a New Year's resolution, but this year I feel like I am, you know, taking myself more seriously and just this year and years to come more seriously. I do really like New Year's resolutions. I like having the time to reflect. I feel like the last year has been a lot of, a lot of people have felt stuck. It's been hard not to feel apathetic or just dejected about 2020. I think in 2020, I just have had so much time alone with my thoughts. I feel like all I've been doing is sitting in my room and reflecting. The outlook and perspective you have on your own life greatly influences your next success. This year, I'm really just trying to show up and stick to action. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to act and do the work. And my top priority is to feel more passionate about the things I can do and want to do in the future. To learn how to cook. Healing from the trauma that was 2020. I picked a CG green and I picked the word renew. My New Year's resolution surrounds intention and manifestation. I'm trying to express and not justify and really just honor who the fuck I am. Excuse my language. To be more gentle with myself. To learn more about investing and to continue to grow my investment portfolio. I'm really trying to love on myself and just see myself as the bad bitch that I am and take over the world. This year, maybe we can hope to renew and move on. So hopefully more optimism and passion in 2021. Welcome to the latest Nosy episode, 2021. It's been a hell of a year. Stop it. Let's just pretend that that never happened. I know. I feel so annoying when I say that, but it's truly traumatic. So I don't know how else to... You know, it communicate. Was, yeah, no, no, no. Um, so we have 2021. We're not going to talk about the past. We're going to talk about the future. We're going to talk about the <laughs> now, um, which brings us to a really big question about. Well, let's just our really big question. What is our really big question? Where do we begin? Where do we start? 2020 didn't happen. 2021 is here. <laughs> how how do we start 2021? What is what's going on? I don't know, you guys. We just heard our lovely listeners. Uh, New Year's resolutions for 2021. Do you guys have any of your own? (laughs) Okay, so I guess my New Year's resolutions for this year are going to be to just stay true to exactly what I want to do. Try to use my instincts, my gut reactions to things to like decide (laughs) what actions I take next, which I know sounds psychotic, but like (laughs) I just think that I work against instincts so much that I have to start letting that my instincts take the wheel. Saley, love that I for you. S- 
I yeah, like I am truly so excited to see you do that. And I feel like you've already been prepping for that goal before the year started. So clearly mm-hmm. you know how to begin. Thanks, Good guys. for you. Kudos. Thanks, guys. Kiara. Whew. Okay. Um yeah, so when we were sitting down to think about this, I didn't really even think about it too much because I had no idea that the new year was happening. I thought I still had like <laughs> two more days before I jumped into 2021. Same. But when I realized that, I, you know, I pulled myself together and made a goal, which <laughs> is to take myself seriously. And that just means in the sense that if I have an idea for myself and I want to do it, why not just take it seriously? And I feel like I've been talking a lot about what I want to do career-wise, why don't I just, I am a creative, period, and I mm-hmm. need to just move forward and move like that. I love Maya. these. Maya? No, I was going to, oh, well, can I just comment on your goal? Oh, please, <laughs> please do. Um, I like this goal. I like both of your goals because I feel like they're things that I have uh, not noticed, but it's just interesting to see, like, how the year has come to fruition and, and kind of the end, the end notes, the bottom notes of the year and how you guys are taking that into new goals. It's cool. Um, for me, myself and I, I would like to take care of myself a little bit more. I was in therapy today and I was, um, the way you said that was like very fancy. Yeah. If the price is fancy is what it is. That's a side note. Um, and we were just talking about, I was just talking to her about how I feel just so much more sensitive than I used to be more emotional, all of these, all of these things that to me is problematic. But anyway, um, I kind of want to go into the new year, like taking care of myself, my emotions, embracing more of the sensitivity. Um, and I think also kind of to what you guys are saying, definitely like stretching my beliefs out a little bit more. I think it's kind of like a muscle. Um, to believe in yourself, to like stick to your intuition, to do only the things you want to do. So um, I'm just echoing that as well. Yeah, a thousand percent. So, but why do we feel this pressure to make a resolution, especially on New Year's Eve day? Like, why do we need to do that? What is so special about the first day of the year? Great question. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, But it is interesting to think about the fact that New Year's resolutions have been happening for so long. The first New Year's resolution dates back to over 4,000 years ago to ancient Babylon. And the Babylonians are said to have started the tradition during Akitu, which is a 12-day New Year celebration. So we're not (laughs) the first people to have thought about this, by the way. Um, and people have been making New Year's resolutions for a while. I don't know why it feels special. I think it's it's just a chance to begin anew, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like beginnings are magical because it's like the beginning of, I don't know, it's just when the, the imagination is like the most real version of that goal that you have. Let's say you're sitting down to make a movie. The the day before you start making the movie, I think, is like the day when the movie is most perfect in your head and kind of like untainted. And then like day one of making that movie, I'm sure, is just like a shit show. But um, I just think it's when like our imagination about something is is like most magical oh, <laughs> right at the beginning. I love, I love that. Yes, I want that like tattooed across my chest. I love that so much. Jesus. <laughs> that's the biggest oh, compliment I've ever like- Uh, but yeah i think that's so true it's kind of this that anticipating point where you're like oh what could this be you're painting in your head and there's like this huge canvas and Mm. it hasn't taken form yet it's still super abstract oh that's i oh anyway i'm glad it's the start of the year that's all i have to say (laughs) i i think when i think about beginnings i think about um 
I think about the the first card of in tarot is the fool card. And it, it's like the, the and another way to think about Tara also is about the fool's journey. So it's about like all of these things he encounters and learns throughout his life, blah, blah, blah. But the fool card is like the mm-hmm. zero card. And it's just a, it kind of represents these new beginnings. And it's interesting to think about the characterization of the fool because he's someone who doesn't know anything. Like he just doesn't know anything about anything, which means that he is so open to everything and like so willing to try it without sort of considering all of the ways that things can fail. It's a really interesting, I think, energy. And I think it connects to what you guys are saying about like potential and um, leaps of faith and trusting our gut and just like going without sort of, you know, without knowing how we're going to get to where we're going to get. But I, I think it's a good energy, I think, to embrace, like to kind of interact with the unknown. I have to say, I literally never knew that was what the structure of those cards meant at all. So that was so informative. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Um, and they are super magical. And beginnings, also what you were saying, Maya, with like moving through life without like really knowing or seeing what failure is happening. How, how mm-hmm. do you learn from that? And beginnings are magical because they don't really include that element of failure yet. That they're like what Zaley was saying. It's just kind of this space that just lives and floats around. But those are great. They're magical. But what, what does it actually do when you get past that point? What is the purpose of, after imagining, starting those beginnings? What does it actually do? That yeah, sense. I think, like, for example, if let's say a year was, like, mm, 400 days instead of 365, <laughs> and, like, January 1st happened to be, like, the, I just think that having a day that is like this is a start even though it absolutely means nothing is like the most amazing it feels like we've diagnosed ourselves as like needing this as like a population Mm. like needing for someone to tell us like something new is happening even though literally nothing has changed i like woke up in my bed on january 1st and i was like okay same still Mm -hmm. (laughs) but even so (laughs) just like being able to like imagine for a moment that like something new has begun it's Mm. so healing and like i i I just think that it's like so poetic that we even see it in like sunrise sunset like there are just so many cycles that happen in our life but that are completely necessary to like who we are i love Mm -hmm. what you're saying about cycles daily because i think it's it's just a good point to think or to understand is uh, understand these these like rhythms that we go through in life as, and the idea that we have lots of different opportunities to sort of start fresh like even what you're saying Zaley, it's like you woke up and it was a new day like that right there like that's a beginning that's something mm-hmm. that that's like a place to jump off from so i kind of it's interesting the idea that it's like somehow we're making these beginnings up but at the same time we don't and like we have all these different opportunities for it. It's yeah, just it's real, but it's not real. But it's exactly. only real if we make it real. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kara, are we going to say something? Yeah. Just on the note of Zaley saying that it was healing, which I think this year beginnings were so important. Like we don't really need to rehash what went on in 2020. <laughs> um, but just even seeing every single piece of content of this collective agreement of we all need to leave this year that felt like very traumatic for each of us in very specific ways this healing point was like a collective reset for everyone to move and push away 2020 so that they can make it 2021 the complete opposite you know what i said we're not going to rehash it but it definitely feels very satisfying to just maybe do a little baby list so i am gonna i'm gonna go off about 2020 for a second we had racial injustice 
You know, we also had a lots of fires just happening in Australia, California. The world was screaming for help and still is. COVID, impeachment. And then y'all remember, remember um, murder hornets? I know that was a really weird list, but that just felt that felt random enough that I needed to say it. And that's why I feel like it's really annoying when people are very are too cynical about like New Year's resolutions. I understand the cynicism because a lot of it is BS. However, it's I think you do have to recognize and it behooves you to recognize opportunities for change and for newness. And it's kind of like what you were saying, Zaley. It's like it's not really real. But if you see these opportunities for like, man, I could really change my perspective tomorrow. I could really start doing X or Y or Z and you don't take them. It's like, ugh, why? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we we should talk about for a second, like what the detriment is to not seeing new beginnings as new beginnings, <laughs> to not like reframing your mind is like, oh my god, this is something new. This is a new opportunity. Like, if you don't see that, I think like, I think you'll move, you'll run up against the same problems and patterns mm-hmm. over and up over and over again, and kind of be like, why am I still experiencing this? Why is this still happening to me? Because you're not like seeing mm-hmm. things anew. For the first time, like it's uh, beginnings are also like endings and we have to like take account of that before we can move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just depressing. Like it's a depressing way to be to not to not recognize and take these opportunities to change and to grow. But yeah, also, I think it it, it is super important. And I think those people with those type of mindsets are kind of like I can start whenever I can do this. Like mm-hmm. I can have my New Year's whenever I can start a goal whenever. But it, it is really important to take note that it's a practice and exercise it's of true. giving yourself like a fresh, clear space to just restart. And it's true that you can start anything whenever. So like you should. And this is the thing is like we everyone says that. But like, do we really start anything whenever? Like half the time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like Exactly. Yeah. Some people do and some, but, and usually I feel like if, when that happens, it's because there's like a big event that precipitates, oh shite, I need to do this, this, like there's, <laughs> there's something that like cattle is a catalyst for a new beginning or a fresh start, whatever. And I'm not saying that these, I'm not like um, making a hierarchy of those different opportunities. That's fine. But it's also like if a calendar year offers me that without having to have like a realization in a different way, I'm going to take that opportunity as well. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. But that's the thing. Okay, so like you've got your calendar year, you've got an opportunity for a new beginning, you wake up that morning and on January 2nd, you're already (laughs) drinking the wine that you told yourself you weren't going to drink for at least a month. (laughs) So like, what is the gap? What, what, where is the, like, where's the disconnect between Jan 1 and Jan 15? Because I already know I'm like not doing what I said I was going to do on January 1st. (laughs) Oh, I feel like you just read me. Okay, I don't even feel like I need to bring out stats for this because it feels so obvious. But most modern New Year's resolutions, A, revolve around health, which I think that's clear from Instagram. And 80% of people break them by February (laughs) with only 6% of people completing them at all. So if we're just looking at the stats, it's not very encouraging. What what do you think is going to keep you from achieving your New Year's resolution? Well, I shouldn't even use language like that, Uh... but what are challenges that you faced in the past in the face of your goal? (laughs) (laughs) thank you i feel like biting off too big of a goal like goals that aren't concrete or have specific things of like how you can do them which Mm -hmm. is kind of what my goal is this year which is like Mm -hmm. take yourself seriously like you know there's really no action items that are attached to that it's just a blanket statement it's an idea (laughs) it's an idea it's an idea so i think that can kind of deter people when they're just kind of like i'm gonna be healthy 
Mm-hmm. And like, what does that mean? How are you doing that? Why do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Like those tinier details, I think, push people off of the intentions that they set at the beginning of the year. Absolutely. And now you're making me think about my goal, which was to take my, what did I say? Take care of myself. I can't even <laughs> freaking remember it, but to take care of myself. Take more. care of yourself, girl. And to believe more, more faith in the universe or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, very hard goals to achieve because you're right. They like the the list of ways to do them is like it cha- could change every day, which I think is also a benefit to it. Cause sometimes if you have mm. something super rigid where it's like, I'm only going to ingest 1700 calories per day. It's like, that's going to be hard for you to hit without being really mean to yourself. Um, so mm. I agree. It, it feels definitely like a double-edged sword. I also think a big reason why people don't um, achieve their goals is because of like habit. Like if you're used to what you were saying, Zaylee, if I'm used to that glass of wine every day, like my hands are yeah. already on the bottle before I can yeah. think. You know, totally. I, I I would add to this list just like laziness. Straight up. I'm the kind of person mm-hmm. who I just I would be I could be happy just laying in bed and just like staring <laughs> at the wall for like four hours. Like you could just leave me there and I would be like smiling like a baby. So like I, <laughs> that's just one of the things that I um I don't know. That's something I'm always struggling with. And I'm sure other Americans would agree. <laughs> this American would agree. Me too. <laughs> Three and three surveyed Americans say laziness. <laughs> this is really interesting because I think Zaley is actually very big on productivity and not being lazy. So she must fight that urge very hard because it just that just does not read to the audience. Do you guys think she would be really lazy? No, right? Oh my God, and distractions. Distractions. Aren't we a culture that's just like suffering oh. from distraction? Absolutely. Overstimulation. No, yeah, totally. I reward myself for doing really small things, which is a distraction. <laughs> like I'll spend like 15 minutes and I'm like, go girl, get that phone out, which is a distraction and not I like I didn't achieve anything to deserve that, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. that is something that pushes me from actually doing what I had set out to do. I was going to say something we didn't have on this list that I do think is important to talk about is COVID-19 and I'm oh, quarantine. my God, I get yeah. really annoyed with and this. Uh, don't even get me started but like it's like the people were like what are you waiting for you have all the time in the world like i i to some extent like i'm i feel you but at the same time it's like COVID 19 quarantine like people are really going through a lot of mental health stuff for nowadays um mm-hmm. it's just really i mean at least i can speak for myself like it's been really hard to motivate yourself to change i guess nowadays because it's not like we have a lot of it's just hard like another part that kind of connects with COVID and that I think that I've seen a lot in at least my friends and like people our age is the imposter syndrome, like failing before you start something or thinking mm-hmm. that you aren't like you're not credible enough to do something or that you don't have enough knowledge and therefore you don't even start it. And that goes into like this whole mental health thing, but kind of not knowing where to begin and like deterring yourself from beginning because you're scared of what could happen, even though you haven't even failed yet. Yeah, it's hard to find a really strong foothold nowadays to even begin something new. And we, by the way, we have begun something new during quarantine, which was the podcast. Oh, yeah, Um, we did. Yeah, but like not without its own troubles and it wasn't easy. I don't think so. Yeah, I just want to put a little pause on this for a second because we did start Nosy this year and that was really awesome. Um, But this podcast or this episode specifically is also about acknowledging the things that make it hard to start things and just kind of giving uh, room and space for that. And, you know, we had a moment. 
we had a moment where we really had to sit down and think about um, how we want to restart or what do we want to do moving forward to make ourselves feel like we can complete and continue on in the goal of nosy. I just had to get a little, a little, you know, have a little, uh, what is that called? A confessional. But I mean, speaking of like starting things during quarantine, I feel like this has um, been, I don't know, it's just like a subject of conversation on Twitter. You know, you got LLC Twitter being like, oh, you, need, <laughs> you started like <laughs> stop. This is your sign. Like literally just stop what you're doing and start doing real estate or like start trading <laughs> stocks and stuff. Forex. <laughs> and I guess like, should we feel like failures for, I don't know, the things that we said we were going to accomplish and didn't accomplish? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I say absolutely not. It is so annoying. It's also like if I wanted to do it that badly, I might have done it. Like, I don't really know. Like, it's hard. <laughs> Maya, you don't think that if, like, someone doesn't accomplish, you think that if someone doesn't accomplish something, it's because they didn't want to do it hard enough? Um, No, I think, like, the things, you know what, now I'm, I'm like, kidding. really extending that statement. But- no, no, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe. It was just funny the you put it that way, and I was like, well, I would have done that. it if I wanted to do it that bad. <laughs> um, no, there's probably things you wanted to do and, like, talked yourself out of it. That's what I mean. Okay, so yes, to that extent, yeah, or to not, not to, to that extent, but, like, with going along with that idea, it's, like, in order to start something, I feel like you're competing against all of these other things, like, habit. You're competing against that little devil on your shoulder that's, like, you can't do it, imposter yeah. syndrome, laziness. Like, and this is why I feel like um, – I'm saying that you don't, you're not a failure for something you didn't start is like, it's, it's kind of like a, you're scaling a mountain to a certain extent. Like it's a lot, it's a lot to start something. It's a lot to start something and then finish it and to have it be successful. Like all of these things are like different levels. Um, And so I have a lot of sympathy for people who never start stuff, who have had it percolating in their mind for a long time, because I feel like that's just kind of like what it is to be a person is like, Oh, I wish I had taken that class all that time ago. Um, I think it's fine to have your regrets here and there, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> what are you guys thinking? Yeah. yeah. When we were thinking about this prompt, we were talking about like shoulda, coulda, woulda, and that has mm-hmm. been my biggest phrase of 2020. Like I'm like, eh, it's fine. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. And yes, I do think those moments are, yeah, they're like kind of built with regret. They're full of regret, but they're also sometimes these moments where I'm like, shoulda coulda woulda but now where I'm looking at I didn't start that thing and I started something else and I think that sometimes when you start things it doesn't always mean that like those things are that's never happening it could also mean that something else is beginning or something else took priority so I think failure is a little bit of a heavy word but I do understand like feeling regret regrettable about the past or things that you didn't really take on failure is a strong word but you know what I'm gonna err on the side of not starting something being a bad thing um just because i think that like as this is i'm sounding super kooky on this pod i feel like everything i'm saying is is making sense (laughs) but i think that like people um when you have an idea it's kind of like your vessel like if you have a really good idea for something pops into your brain like you have to bring it forth or like make an attempt to Mm -hmm. bring it forth because you don't know like what you're gonna touch or what you're gonna build or like 
who knows what the like what the journey is that you could take it could take you on and like this isn't to say that every single idea that I pop that pops into my head I do but a lot of <laughs> ideas that pop into my head I at least start and I think like honoring yourself to the degree that you start something or just like google it and like see what it would take and like to explore it I think it's like a word it's a worthy concept so I'm not going to say I agree with everything LLC Twitter says but uh, this one <laughs> I'm but I get that Zaley too because uh-huh. I think what you're saying is that people don't always have to be intimidated by how big or small or how big the start is sometimes the start can be really small Mm-hmm. And that's something of just like entertaining. Like you don't even really have to do really big items, but just kind of giving yourself that room to think about the idea or entertain it could mm-hmm. be like a start could be super small in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I actually agree with this, despite what I said before. I don't even remember. But anyway, I feel like it's, it is it is like that double edged sword of like you cannot fail at something you don't begin. Right. So like there's a part of that that is kind of comforting, like well, I never took those singing classes, so I never really failed at singing, because who knows? Um, <laughs> but it's at the same time, it's like kind of to what you're saying, Zaley, it's like, yeah, but you never really knew because you never really tried. And I just feel like we have a lot of those kinds of moments throughout the course of our lives. And I agree that you have, you do have a duty and a responsibility to honor like your interests and to honor your intuition and your gut, which is telling you to start this new thing. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you can't fail what you don't start. So let that be motivating or not. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Use that however, like, it makes the most sense to you. Oh, God, our conflicting advice. People are just listening to this like, what? (laughs) Do I start this or do I not? (laughs) Do I start my Am I a failure or am I not? No, you're not (laughs) a failure, bro. This conversation is really in time with ideas about productivity Mm -hmm. and habit forming and how, how how has it become symbolic that New Year's Eve's or beginnings are tied with productivity and habit forming. And, um, you know, we're, we're not, we're not dumb. We know this is like very (laughs) closely tied to capitalism. Yeah. This idea about productivity is also, I feel like related to the idea that, um, it just, it's, it's like part of the anxiety around like Mm -hmm. beginning something new. I feel like productivity and this feeling that like, you have to feel pressure to turn the idea into something to like mm-hmm. make it a practice and to make it bigger and to increase it and to like to grow your audience and to like all <laughs> of these things that really don't have to do with like the or shouldn't have to do with the initial goal or the initial like what you initially imagined for yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it's important for us to realize that like when you start something kind of like the fool card, you, you're not sp- not supposed to not know but you don't really know how it's going to turn out and so i think when we take like okay start this and and do all of these things to make it productive and do all these things to make it x amount of money like you may not know that what you're what you're supposed to get out of that is not like a fortune 500 company it could be that you're supposed to learn how to work out work with other people it could be that you're supposed to learn how to like be more public with your goals or to follow through on something or to does that make sense i think there's lots of different like hidden gems that we can get out of starting something and seeing where it goes and i think a lot of the times when we look at these i looked at um i had googled lists on how to start stuff and people are like put your money on the line make all of your goals public (laughs) become a member of the group that you aspire to be a part of it's like all of these kinds of hacks of like ways to like make it things and start successful i think sometimes it's is corny and i think it evades the point okay guys i'm very curious just because i'm hearing about this article have you guys all ever fallen prey to articles like that like do you read online like 
um, like how to like make a million. I don't know. Like, Listicles? do you guys read those things? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I do. About what? Like <laughs> you know how to. What groups are you trying to join? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I. You know. I wouldn't look up something that's like how to start an idea. Like. Maybe if I wanted to start a business, I might be like, how do I start an LLC? But I would have to have a really good <laughs> idea beforehand. So I don't know. I think it just depends. I feel like you love self-help, Zaley. I mean, I literally used to look up like, how to understand whether my boyfriend is going to X, Y, and Z. <laughs> or like, I would look up like anything, like anything. So yes, absolutely. I go to online for help. <laughs> I feel like also, Zaley, you're really similar with me and the fact that we like to listen to people talk about their journeys to success or like business um those are the type of things that i like like i don't i don't read books about self-help like once or twice you know here or there i'll read a (laughs) self-help book about love (laughs) but yeah (laughs) but um on the most part i like looking at more of like creative self-helps and just understanding what people did along their path yeah it's definitely really cool there's a lot to learn from that kind of not i don't discount it totally there's a lot to learn from that kind of stuff i think depending on who you are i'm so sorry you guys had to hear me go (laughs) i'm not gonna do that again um yeah i don't i don't discount self-help books or that kind of like hacky thing completely i think there is there are things that we can learn um from people who have done things before us but it kind of reminds me like the bad side of that really reminds me of like the fire festival serial entrepreneur type of person who is just obsessed with starting things without having really <laughs> any care in the world with how they turn out or like <laughs> any real motivate like you know he started a, a team a club for youths who wanted to be like cool and in the know who had like a black card but like why you know what i'm saying what his spirit was telling him to do that why wait i'm crying yeah it's like starting something out of like this position of greed like what can i mm-hmm. get out of this idea rather than like what can i give to the world with my creativity or what can i offer people it's more like more and more and more like oh can i now market it to kylie jenner and then like if kendall posts all it, these celebrities <laughs> are yeah. gonna be there in the, yeah. the orange square yeah who cares i just wanted to really quickly stick up for the lincoln build people who are trying to retire early you know the vibes they're getting into forex they're investing they are starting businesses they're doing hair they're doing lashes they have just started a website for their new thing. They're like, send me your bank account information. We can make some money together. <laughs> I just wanted to f- defend them for a second and just say I, too, have fallen victim to that. And that is totally okay. And um, we're being really mean to you guys right now. But we know that you're just trying to build and <laughs> appreciate you. Yeah, that's like, that's. I think this year, too, with my resolution, I was kind of trying to be very conscious of the fact of like, of I guess capitalism but not Mm -hmm. not specifically but in the way of making my goal intentional and differentiating between wanting versus like being open to receive something Mm -hmm. or like wanting versus what can my my um my goal produce or who can it give to um and -hmm. obviously part of that is myself but also that's like the people around me like how can I feed into like making their lives better or like feed into their goals like making sure that it's kind of this reciprocal goal rather than a goal based off of wanting and greed yeah Yeah. i think we see the way like capitalism it's even like the way that we're focused on body and diet and 
the idea of what you were saying is like new, 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 more, 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 better, better, better. And it also <laughs> like connects to this other idea we had about how sometimes people like imagine these new starts as like, I'm a whole new person. It's like, it's not really <laughs> about that. It's not really about scraping everything that you were and learned and did in the past, like in the trash, you know? Like, yeah. I think there's a, mm-hmm. a I don't want to say paradigm because it's just such a um, annoying word, but I'm going to say it. Like, I think there's like a paradigm outside of that with like that we can learn about with beginnings that we can use that it's not so based on like you were a horrible person before and now you will be better or you didn't need this thing and now you need it absolutely and i think that this can kind of explain like why people struggle with goals so much um it kind of answers that earlier question about whether like why people can't get from january 1 to january (laughs) 15 and like maybe it's because they're choosing these goals that are sort of outside of themselves that don't consider their own you know what they need and like their own person um it's just like based on what can i get like (laughs) i need to make money or Mm -hmm. i need to like look better so i can get a richer like partner i don't know (laughs) yeah empty yeah empty you gotta make sure you're i feel like we did a good job ditto to maya was like complimenting our girls goals (laughs) earlier and like i agree with her i think we did a great job like (laughs) Our goals are like really chill and just good. <laughs> Sorry, not to end like on a bad, and we're not going to end on a bad note. You know, no, here at Nosey, we never do, never. But um, <laughs> but that also kind of makes me nervous about twenty twenty one. Is that I hope that people don't, and I know that people won't because it was just very impactful. But I hope that people don't forget the really really large lessons we all learned as a community yeah. in twenty twenty, as we're moving into twenty twenty one. Like I don't hope that people have that whole reset syndrome where they don't really think about the past anymore it's like a reset but we're still we're we're remembering we're moving on but we remember (laughs) um a lot of this reminds me really of the process of writing and like you stare at the screen and you it is like that feeling is you is you can't compare it to anything else of being like where do i begin um and it really reminds me of this episode of Rick and Morty where Morty is, I'm not going to give you the whole backstory, but basically Morty <laughs> is critiquing a screenplay and the screenplay that he's critiquing, it started with a flashback. And then Mor- Morty says, I'm not a huge fan personally of the whole three weeks later teaser thing. I feel like, you know, we should start our stories where they begin, not start them where they get interesting. And I feel like that's a nice sort of thought. or Wait, Maya, to- can you do Morty's voice? No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay, fine. Sorry. I don't even know how he. Would. I'm not. Like I have no idea. That's your goal for this yeah, year. You need to learn an impression. I think this quote is really interesting because it gives me a lot of hope for what a beginning can look like. You know, Morty's like it doesn't have the start doesn't have to be interesting. It doesn't have to go with a bang. It doesn't have to be, you know, the most amazing story that you ever told. But it, it just he just honors the start at all. You know, and I think that's important for us when we go out into the world have our resolutions do our thing like a start is a start is a start and starts are good i mean morty in all of his wisdom he like (laughs) he he floors me with this one this is a nugget of knowledge that i mean i don't know if i've seen this episode and just like didn't notice or i've never seen the episode but i love this quote because i feel like it works in two ways it's like we should start our stories where they begin so like if you're starting whatever in like your room if you're like me living under a bed like in this (laughs) tiny apartment like it's where that's where your story begins and that's okay and you don't have to feel like you're you you're you shouldn't feel like you're waiting for um Mm -hmm. like something special to happen to you or for like something big to happen to start something Mm -hmm. like it just begins 
ends where it begins. And um, like we talked about earlier in this episode, I just think it's really special to have the opportunity to choose to choose when you, when you begin. So um, yeah, everyone do like Morty says, I guess. The cool thing about starts and beginnings is that you can do it at literally any time. And I feel like we, I forget that all the time. It's like, wait, wait, today I could be different than I was yesterday. <laughs> Not as a whole person, but you know, like I can make still the choices. same person, but still the same person, yes. but like I can choose to do things differently. And even going back to that old example, you had Zaley of someone like, I'm not going to drink. And the next day they pick up their bottle. Like, okay, but, the next day you could really not drink if you really wanted to you know like it's there's endless opportunity there oh this whole this whole conversation is making this is like a pep talk to myself but like hearing you guys speak and us going through all of this is making me feel like I can actually do my goals and start Mm -hmm. and it was really nice to hear just to validate that like starts can be whatever size you want them to be they can be small they can be big they can be like very very minute but that just it feels validating to go through this entire Yay. conversation. Yay. Go nosy. <laughs> go nosy. Happy New Year. That's wonderful. So if you guys ever feel like throughout 2021 you need something to like light a fire under your booty and make you feel like you can start something new or just be different, listen back to this episode because mm-hmm. this was World Reset, guys. Mm-hmm. This was World Reset. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> it's over. Okay. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye! Happy 2021! Nosy Pod is a product of Nosy Media and was mixed, edited, produced, and creatively directed by members of our own team. Our theme music is Soul Jazz Legacy, produced by Signy. Special thanks to Trafargar.com and Rick and Morty. Subscribe to Nosy Pod wherever you get your podcast. And if you have some strong opinions, a question you want answered, or want to leave some feedback, Leave an Apple podcast review, send us a DM, or stay mad. You can find us being our usual nosy selves at Instagram.com slash nosy pod. Until next time, stay nosy.